Chapter 6 of The Blue Aunt. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Dominique Turner, Masoma, Tanzania. The Blue Aunt by Eliza Orne White. The Blue Aunt's Plan. Aunt Hilda really loved children. Many people say they do. But they only love them when they are good and tidy and clean and quiet. But Aunt Hilda loved them when they were good and bad and clean and dirty and quiet and noisy. She loved them best when they were good, and this made them want to be good. But she never once said, Go away, children, I am busy. The door of her room was usually wide open, and everybody wandered in. Her brother and her sister-in-law and the children, and even Tim the kitten who soon found that no remarks were made when he curled up in the middle of her white bedspread. Anne was the only person in the house who found fault with Hilda, but Anne always found fault with everyone. She said Miss Hilda never seemed to think that clean spreads should be treated with consideration, and that the floor of her room, after they had been snipping, looked as if there had been a snowstorm. Hilda liked everyone, even Anne, but the month for which she had been invited was coming to an end. I am so glad you are going to spend the summer with us, said her brother, for this food conservation work is going to take me away from home a great deal, and I shall feel so easy about Sadie and the children leaving them with you. But I am going next week. Nonsense. Of course you are going to live with us always. We can't give you up. We can't give you up, echoed Jim. At this point, Tim the kitten jumped up in Aunt Hilda's lap, as if he knew what was being said. He put his furry paws around her neck and purred and purred. She said, Dear Pussy, and stroked his soft fur, until Evelyn was so envious she came and climbed into her aunt's lap too. Does anybody else want to come? Hilda asked. I have room in my lap for several more. Of course you are going to stay all summer, said Mr. West. I can't, for my plans are all made to go down on the Cape with the gays. You see, you only asked me to stay for a month. I didn't mean, began her brother. Yes, you did, father, put in Jim. You said a month would be enough. I heard you. I heard you too, said Evelyn. That was before I really knew you, Hilda, and I didn't know how you and Sadie would get on. She's taken a new lease of life since you came, so just write to the gays and tell them we need you, and you've changed your plans. I can't, James. Mrs. Gay is depending on me to share both the work and the expenses. Nonsense! Of course you must stay with us. The work would be altogether too hard for you. Catherine Gay is my best friend, and the children are just like real nephews and nieces. The more firm his sister was, the more urgent he became. But it was of no use. The blue aunt had a will of her own. The more he argued, the firmer she became. Don't you like living with us? he asked. Of course I do. It is like a real home, but I feel that way about the gays, too. And besides, a promise is a promise. I can't bear not to be with Sadie and the children. There is one thing you might do. There is a cottage close by the gays' cottage. If it hasn't been rented, you might rent that for the summer. If Sadie took Catherine down and left Anne in charge here, I would promise to look after them just as much as if we were under the same roof. I dare say it is the last thing you want to do. Mr. West was about to make some objection. It always took him some time to get used to a new plan, 
but as soon as she said it might be the last thing he wanted to do, he began to think how many things could be said in its favour. Oh, what fun it would be to go to the seashore, said Evelyn. I could teach the children to swim, said Hilda. Are there boats there? asked Jim. The gays don't have a boat of their own, but there are fishermen who will take us out sailing. Are they golf links? asked Mr. West. No, it is completely out of the world. You wouldn't like it at all, James. It is only because you say you will be away so much that I suggested Sadie and the children going there. I don't know why I mightn't like it very much, said Mr. West. The bathing must be good. Yes, and we sometimes go clam digging, but there are no good roads. There are just scrambles over and under fences and across the moors and a sweep of blue sky and sea and yellow sand and a breeze all the time, so it is never hot. It is more than ten years since I have been there, but they say it hasn't changed. I shouldn't expect a man to like it, but it is fine for women and children. Mr. Gay is going to Plattsburgh, and he said he wouldn't feel easy about his family unless I was down there with them. I believe you are everybody's caretaker, said her brother. No, it is only that I was father's caretaker so long that there's a big void in my life I've got to fill up somehow. Everybody had grown to depend on Aunt Hilda, and so it was arranged that she should take the children up to Aunt Mattie's and spend a few days there herself, and then come back to help Mrs. West get ready to go away. She would then go down to the Cape and help the gays get settled. The children could think and talk of nothing but the summer at the seashore. They were almost sorry they were to go to the farm first, and yet they loved the farm and were fond of their cousins, and when they once got there they liked it so much they did not want to come away. It was twice as pleasant because the blue aunt was with them, for she enjoyed everything so much. She waded in the brook with them and they took long walks together, and picked wild strawberries and went to the woods. In fact, they did everything that could be crowded into the four days she stayed. They would have done more, only it rained the last day. They had planned to go up to the shack on Pine Hill and take their lunch with them, but that had to be put off. It was hard to bid the blue aunt goodbye, but it was only for a little time. It was harder for Lottie and Harry and Prue, for they were not expecting to see her again for a long time. It was hardest for Aunt Charlotte and Aunt Mattie, for they were not as young as they used to be, especially Aunt Charlotte, who was seven years older than Aunt Mattie and not strong. "'Good-bye, everybody. I've had a delightful visit,' said Hilda, waving her handkerchief to them as she was driven down the road. "'It is a great thing to be young and strong and charming,' said Aunt Charlotte, as she wiped her eyes. "'I don't believe she minds leaving us a speck. Forever she goes, there's somebody eager to see her. Yes, Hector and Tim will be glad to get her back, said Evelyn. Hector and Tim? asked Aunt Charlotte. They are just a dog and a cat, Charlotte, Aunt Mattie explained. The children have given them those ridiculous names, and they talk about them as if they were as important as people. The pussycat is named for the chore man, but I like the pussy much the best, said Evelyn. End of chapter 6